if you decide that you want this year to be different and you decide that you're going to devote 30 days to creating a difference and creating new habits and new pathways and leaving the things that don't work for you or don't serve you and really going towards the things that light you up, it's completely doable. Welcome to Spiritually Hungry Podcast, where my awesome parents are going to be doing this awesome podcast. Bye. Abigail's going to come back and visit us in a few weeks where we promote our new children's book, The Gift of Being Different. You could, which you can pre-order already on Amazon.com. Pre-order it now, and maybe you'll get a special gift in advance. But it really is a powerful book. And uh, Abigail's say the title again, in case anybody missed editorial it. debut, The Gift of Being Different. By Monica Berg and I'm super excited about this. It's actually going to be a challenge. And we're going to play a little game because Mikhail, Michael loves games. <laughs> I do love games. Summer is a great time to get away. I hope all of you had a chance to do that. I'm getting a change of scenery. It's essential for perspective. And now the theme is to make sure you are focusing on some changes that you might want to make internally as we enter this um new year and uh, the next 12 months. So the month that we are entering Virgo is all about transformation and about awareness and bring attention to the things, attention and intention to the things that we want to change and transform and create. So it's time to learn to love what you have, which is to appreciate what you already have, change what you can't love, maybe your meaningless, meaningless job and get away from what harms you perhaps a jealous friend, whatever the case may be. I'm actually doing this 30 days of Virgo audit where I'm featuring and focusing on 10 different areas of each person's life and where you might want to focus. So for instance, as I always say, everything's body, mind, and spirit. The first challenge is to really look at where your physical health is. Then we go into mental health and so on and so forth with the idea that we really want to shine a light on the things that need attention basically rethink, reframe, recollaborate, re-energize absolutely everything. And asking yourself the question of what do you want to release in this month? Because Kabbalistically, we've talked about this too, that every day, every week, every month, every year has specific energy. And what Kabbalists have known is exactly what is available in each month. So again, the month of Virgo really lends itself to a to transformation, but really like a fast forward and whatever you do in these 30 days is really going to affect and dictate what the next 12 months look like. So, you know, think about those things. What are new ways that you can take care of yourself? Maybe a better diet, more sleep, an upgraded career, a healthier relationship, more joy, less stress, new purpose. Like this is the month where you actually want to think of all those things and change doesn't happen overnight. It's a shift that needs to occur and then practice until we get it right. So it's commitment, action, and traction. So we're going to start with a game of what we want to change and things we want to focus on. Are you excited? Yeah, I would just add, if I can. Always add, honey. That I was actually reading this today, which I think is very inspiring. You know, there's, I think there's a, there's a phrase or a saying, it says, reach for the moon, fall back on the stars, which means, and this is also a spiritual concept, that when you set a goal for yourself, the goal should be extremely elevated. Mm-hmm. And then, even with the knowledge, you probably can't get that far, 
but at least you'll get somewhere close to it. And I was reading a story from a great sage who said that when he, as a young man, aspired to become, he aspired to become one of the greatest spiritual people that ever lived. He knew he could never be that. But if you aspire to be somebody less than that, then you wind up being even less than that. So I think it's always important to have lofty goals, yeah, even you, unattainable goals. It'll get you much further than mediocre goals. Right. So if you reach for the first floor of a building, you might end up in the gutter, right? So your point is, aim really. And I, I love that about your teachings. They're often very elevated. And sometimes people are like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to get there. And I'm, it's like, if you don't know with the end goal. You have to know. You have to know how far you can go, and then and you, you have can to stre- choose. You have, you have to stretch your your goals, right? And maybe you won't reach every time, but don't fool yourself that you know you only need to go so far. No, go all the way. At least try to. And right. eventually, if you keep trying again and again, you can get there. So, Michael, first, I'm going to ask you four questions, and then we are going to rank how we feel about different parts of our lives. So, and don't, don't be overly complicated here. I love you. Okay. What do you love about your life? This is rapid fire. So that rapid fire. Great. <laughs> do you love everything about your life? Pretty much. Okay. What's one thing you don't love about your life? I'd like to have more time to write. Okay. What do you think you could appreciate more than you do now? Honest. There's always space for more appreciation. Everything. Ah, you're so annoying. It's, it's no fun playing with you because you're like an A plus student. <laughs> Whatever. What don't you love about your life? Well, we, I asked you that because I, I skipped, I jumped it. And how can you change that? Wow. Actually, so answer that question. So you said wow. writing, not writing. Right. Enough. So I'm actually doing that. I'm finding ways to free up my time from other responsibilities that I have to give and allow myself more time to write. I like this one. And you have to have an answer to all of the questions. Is there anything in your life that's harming you or holding you back from your potential? What is it? Can you get away from it? Is it external or is it something you're doing to yourself? I think it's always. I, I think. F- I know the answer. Oh, you do know the answer. <laughs> you, don't, you don't get to answer <laughs> I'm not my going questions. To. Um, I wouldn't even dare to do yes. so. No, I think for me. Pick me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> for me, I think it's, it's, it's always around pushing more. I always feel that I can and need to push what? In all areas, in all, in all, in spiritual growth and in internal growth, and in how I share with other people, I think is always a lot more that I can and should be doing. You feel like that's harming you and holding you back? Well, it's holding me back because I need to be doing more. I need to be sharing more. I need to be, you know, pushing myself more. Absolutely. Can I help? <laughs> <laughs> I think you do already. All right. So ask me those questions then. Okay. What do you love about your life? Everything. <laughs> Uh, you no, can't copy my I answer. Can, you copy. How do you know? Yes. Maybe that answer was written there, and you read it's it not, over, my, it, over across the. Uh, Is that really your what answer? do I love about my life? Yeah, I'm going to be more interesting than you with your, the answer. I love that I'm doing what I love to do. What do you think you could appreciate more than you do now? Everything. <laughs> okay, I appreciate more than I do now the blessings that I have. I mean, I appreciate them as like a general theme in my life. And, you know, of course, like in each day, I, I appreciate something, but I think, and I know if I'm being honest with myself, I could never, ever be sad on any given day if I truly appreciated all the gifts that I have. What don't you love about your life? And how can you change that? 
I don't love long meetings. And I think a lot of that, that's the truth. I think a lot of things can be solved in a more creative way that takes a lot less time and a lot less conversations and uh, more, more of a team. Like I want more, I want like an army to work with us. Like that's really, I just feel like sometimes things feel so heavy and hard and they just, they don't need to be. And how can you, well, you said that, I guess. Is there anything in your life that's harming you or holding you back from your potential? What is it? Can you get away from it? Is it external? Is it something you're doing to yourself? Okay, because I'm so honest. Yes, it's me. Uh, so can I get away from myself? No, but I, I can keep elevating my thoughts and my connection to the creator. And when I do that, then, then I'm the best version of myself and all is working. Nice. Thank you. Much more interesting you than got, everything. Got, well, if I was going to grade, I think I'm an A plus and you're like uh, A. Plus plus. You mean. Exactly. My answers are much more interesting. <laughs> well, I, I was okay. joking. Obviously. So now we're going to choose an area and rank it. So basically, because you're going to get confused, you're going to be like me, say it over and over again. So. Should I write this down? Maybe. Yes. So okay. the, yes, you should. The ranking is pretty happy, meaning satisfied or good, mostly happy or unhappy. It's just, for all of you listeners out there, he's so annoying. He's just writing the initials. Like PH, I'd be writing MH, notes. Like they'd, I'd write like 15 words just now. <laughs> okay. And then decide what's a priority, right? So fix now. You're not going to remember this. You need to write the words down. So for instance, if you wrote something unhappy, you're going to then decide it's priority. Like fix now. The next one is revisit often, never leaving your to-do list. So that's one. Revisit often, never leaving your to-do list. Try again later or forget it, it's not really that important to me. So the importance of the second step is that it's going to highlight the disparities between our actions versus our ideals. I'm a little bit confused. I know you're going to be confused because uh, yes. you don't like steps. No, but, but if I'm confused, I think our listeners No, it's be not because I'm going to give you an example. Okay, let's do that. Gosh, you did this last <laughs> time. Honestly, I almost didn't bring a game to the table because last time I did this, you're like, I don't get mm-hmm. it. Like in, um, what was that movie? In Big. Remember that part where Tom Hanks is a kid and, he, and he's now an adult body and then he gets this huge promotion because he just kept saying, I don't get it. Yeah, that's what you're doing. All right. So give me a promotion. How's your stress level on most days? Is it good? Not great. Could it be better? Which one is it? We're doing the game now. So I'll answer it too. Happy, unhappy? Is that? Yes. How is your stress level on most days? Good, which is pretty happy. Not great. Could be better. So let me just think about that. I'm going to answer. Everybody do this. Let's all do this together. Yeah. How is your stress level on most days? Let me circle my answer. Okay. And then after you pick your answer, then you're going to prioritize it. Do you want to fix it? Do you want to revisit it? Or do you want to forget it? Or try again later? But if you, like my answer was good, so I don't have to fix it. You're so annoying. I can't even... <laughs> being honest okay let me just think for a second fix okay so my answer was well it's not it's good it could be better it is getting better so i'm fixing it so that's an action one for me are your so next question are your internal thoughts gentle or a little harsh do you beat yourself up about anything i hate playing games with you (laughs) i really do because you're not normal you're like a robot uh, robot that sounds very hard what is it like when you're fake like a yeah, robot. robot. What was that movie? Ex, Ex Machina? <laughs> I didn't see that movie. Yeah. Okay. You already be honest, though, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just not fun to live with little Miss Happy. <laughs> Mr. Happy. 
He does little books that Abby reads. Okay. Are your internal thoughts gentle or a little harsh? Do you beat yourself up about anything? So it would be no, sometimes, all the time. Fix, revisit, forget about it. Okay. So mine was sometimes, obviously fixing it. Are you making time to do things you love? Seeing friends, hobbies? Absolutely, usually, or not nearly enough. Revisit, fix, try again later or forget it. So what was your answer here? Pretty, pretty happy. Oh, come on. You really think you spend enough time doing things you love, seeing friends and doing hobbies? Well, I did. I said absolutely too. So I got that one. Spiritually, this is so boring. I I really don't like playing games with you. Do you feel close to the creator? Yes, you do. Do you like what you're doing? And are you doing what you're supposed to be doing? Are you in touch with your messages that come to you and intuition? So for us, absolutely yes and yes. But anyway, the point of this fun game that was supposed to be much funner with you is that this is just one way to audit where you are in life, right? To have these on, and again, I'm going to do this for the next 30 days. You can follow me on TikTok, just joined, or Instagram or Facebook or RethinkLife.today. You can sign up for the emails for Kabbalah.com. And we're going to do this work together to really tap into where we're at in our minds, how we are with our actions, do our actions mirror our ideals. So again, if you love being with friends, how often do you actually take time to do that? If you really value health and you feel better when you eat healthy, how much time do you spend in making a meal plan and taking time to get organic food or going to the grocery store? Do you just order takeout because feeding yourself is the last thing that you actually think about? So it's a really great time to look at every aspect of your life. And again, we're going to do 10 different areas, relationship, parenting, mind, mental health, body, et cetera. And to really go deep into where are you at? And if you look at one month, right, it's going to give you a real window of if you continue with certain behaviors that aren't working for you, how are the next 12 months going to look? And I would only add that we know every time of year has a different energy. And the energy of this month, the month of Virgo, is that a person who really desires to change, there is no other time of the year that we can make changes that will last, as in these four weeks, as in this month. Oh, so therefore, I really ask all of our listeners to really take the time over the next few weeks to do the internal audit, and to really think about your life, and really come clear about the things that you want to make better, think clearly about the things you want to change. Because there's no other time of the year where you have really support from the universe, from the light to the Creator, to make changes that will last. And conversely, if a person does not take these few weeks to really focus on changing, then it becomes much more difficult the other 11 months of the year. So this is a very great opportunity that in whatever way you do it, hopefully you're following Monica on TikTok or Instagram or or um, wherever it is that that you you're getting this uh, thirty days thirty day audit, but regardless of that, make sure you take advantage of this unique time of the year, where the support of the universe is there for you to make true and important changes. There's also um, I was reading this today. There's a verse in Isaiah that says, "The light of the Creator gives us a pathway through the ocean," and so what that means is that it's to really create ourselves into a new being, to create a new path for ourselves, a new life, right? That's what the ocean is representing. So that's what this these 30 days can really be. I mean, I think far too often we think, oh, it can't be that simple. And of course it's not simple, but it also doesn't have to be that hard, right? If you decide 
that you want this year to be different and you decide that you're going to devote 30 days to creating a difference and creating new habits and new pathways and leaving the things that don't work for you or don't serve you and really going towards the things that light you up, it's completely doable. So why not? I mean, if not, you can again, oh, I can't do it or oh, I don't have the time. But then this coming year is probably going to mirror very much your previous year. Right. And I would add one more thing, and I hope it's not too lofty of an idea, and it's related to that verse that you quoted, it's one of my focuses in this month, is that that Isaiah speaks about, again, giving, creating a path in the ocean. And one of the understandings of that, of that is that, imagine a person who's in the middle of the ocean and doesn't know where he's going. It's very scary. Terrifying. But if you understand that that's where we need to start, which means that all of us are hopefully living relatively productive lives and, and, and doing good things with our lives and things that make us happy and so on. But the reality is that compared to the greatness of our soul and the power that we actually have, we're like a boat lost in the ocean. And only if you start there, can you really create the changes? If you think, oh, I'm, you know, a boat close to the dock, you know, it'd be nice to switch, make this a little bit better, that a little bit better, but you don't fully accept, and this isn't a negation of the great works we've done, and the great lives that we've lived until now, but it is a, hopefully a deeper understanding of who we actually are, and the power that we actually have, and, 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 and in comparison to that greatness, we haven't even begun. And we are like a boat in the middle of the ocean and lost, needing to find a new way. And if you look at it with that radical view, you can make the changes that you need to make. And you can you can create a new life for yourself, as you can and are meant to have. Beautiful. So I do want to read a letter. Yes, I know, because you have not read a few. And this one actually, I think, really fits nicely into this episode, because I think you know, often we don't put energy into things because, oh, what influence will they make? Or is it a waste of energy or time? And this letter just inspired me because it's something that this person was inspired by something we said in a podcast that changed somebody else. And it's that idea of the ripple effect. And so don't underestimate your time or your ability to create change for yourself and for others. So I really don't know if it's a man or a woman yet because it's initials, but I'll just read it. Dear Monica and Michael, Thank you for the podcast. I love listening to them over and over. The one on resilience was so powerful. My nephew is 24 and both of his parents passed when he was young. He has struggled with addiction and depression for many years. This spring, he was in an Uber on his way to work when they were struck by a drunk driver. His body had over 21 broken bones. His pelvis especially was in four pieces, six surgeries, seven weeks later, he's out of the hospital. He's struggling with PTSD, depression, and physical issues. I was looking for something positive to share with him, so I took him to lunch and shared Karina's story with him. So for those of you who remember, Karina was the person that I spoke about in that podcast on resilience, who was in a similar, I mean, she had a, an accident, a skiing accident, and she had many surgeries, and then I think she's about to lose her leg. I mean, one thing after the other, right? So she shared that story. I also found some YouTube videos where she's speaking and I sent him the links. My point is, had you not shared that powerful story, I might not have had shared it with him. I think you were right when you said, when things happen that we perceive as bad or negative, we tend to think they are only happening to us. 
but clearly they aren't. Hopefully this will help him to keep trying to recover physically as well as emotionally and spiritually. Thank you again. Oh, beautiful. That's right. Beautiful. And like Monica said, I think the power of that letter is the fact that every single one of our listeners, every single one of us, has so much more influence, positive influence, that we can be having in ways that we know and ways that, that we don't know. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So, I think that's a great segue into reminding all of our listeners to continue to send your questions, comments, stories to inspirations to Monica and Michael at Kabbalah.com. Go to Apple Podcasts, write five-star reviews, and share this podcast with everybody you know. I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast and inspired by it as much as we enjoyed recording it. Stay spiritually hungry. Bye.